Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Welcome back, friend. We are here for episode five, and we are continuing our mini-series, Digging into the Four Pillars of the Love Your People Well podcast. Last week, we looked at our pillar of loving God well. That's episodes three and four. This week, we're going to look at loving yourself well. Today, we're going to answer the same questions um, about what and why that's meaningful. And then in episode six, we will dig into the how, some practical real life action steps that we can take to love ourselves well. Next week, we will look at loving our family well, and we will close it out the week after that, looking at loving others well. Um, And don't worry, we're going to keep things going (laughs) after that. I just want to make sure we've really painted the picture about these four pillars and answering those questions of what does it really mean? Why is it meaningful in our everyday lives? And how do we do it? Before we dive into today's episode, I do want to start with a quick disclaimer. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and professional counselor in the state of South Carolina, but this podcast is not counseling. This is not personal advice to your specific situation. This is not a professional therapeutic relationship. All of the resources, including this podcast, offered by Love Your People Well, are informational. So if if you do think that professional counseling might be helpful in this season of your life, something that you're going through, we do have a page on the website. The link is in the show notes. Um, it's loveyourpeoplewell.com backslash counseling, which provides some guidance about when uh, counseling might be helpful for you and how you could go about finding a professional counselor. So with that in mind, let's dive in to today's episode. We're going to be answering the questions, what does it mean to love yourself well? And why is that important? Why is this something we do not want to skip over in our quest to love other people well? And I have found in my counseling experience that this is often a spot where women get stuck. We put so much time and energy into caring for our kids and our husband, working, trying to to volunteer and to plug in with our friends and our church and make meals for our neighbors and help out moms who just had babies. You know, we're doing so much stuff for other people that it's really easy to put ourselves on the back burner. And so that's a big part of why this is a pillar of the Love Your People Well podcast, because friend, you are one of your people. I don't care how long you've been married, but you were yourself. You were an individual before you met your husband. I think you know that's true. You might have forgotten what life was like way back then, but you mattered before this guy entered the picture. And you know what else? You were a meaningful and important person before you had kids. That's right. There was life before kids. All of our external relationships, obviously they are incredibly important to us, but we cannot really invest in those relationships if we have not first 
invested in ourselves. And so we will dig into that a little bit more toward the end of this episode when we're looking at that question of why is it important to love yourself well. But let me not get ahead of myself. I do have a tendency to do that. Let's start with the question about what. What does it mean to love yourself well? The way that I define this is that loving myself well means I'm intentionally caring for myself as a daughter of the king. I'm recognizing my identity as a daughter of God, the creator of the universe, the king of everything who has invited me into his family. So I'm claiming that identity, recognizing that identity, and then living that out intentionally by caring for myself. And I want to hit on um, what, three specific things of what, what I think this means and what I often wind up working on with women in counseling because we get so lost in caring for other people that a lot of people too come into the counseling room wondering, who the heck am I? What, what do I really think about myself? How do I handle emotions and, and you know so many things that are going on in their own head, in their own heart that really boil down to how are they loving themselves? So when we first and foremost start with that question of, well, what does that even mean? Intentionally caring for ourselves as daughters of the king. The first step there is that we have to know ourselves. You need to know what are your strengths and what are your struggles. The Lord has given you talents. He has given you skills. He's given you dreams and goals. But you're also a human. You are fallible and weak. I know that because... The Bible tells us, but also in my own personal experience, I know that I am fallible. I am weak. I mess things up. I have areas where I am still growing and lots of them. And if I'm not aware of my strengths, but also my struggles, my weaknesses, it's going to be really difficult to actually love myself well. Um, You've probably met someone before. Maybe you've been in this place yourself where someone is, is really maybe overselling their strengths. They think that they're really good at something that, I mean, let's be honest, they're not. <laughs> um, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it does mean that they're going to make some decisions in life. They're going to move forward in some directions, which might not actually be best for them because it's based out of a false understanding of who they are today, what their strengths are, what their talents are. It also means if we don't know ourselves, we're going to miss opportunities to invest in something we are good at and experience the blessing and the joy of that if we don't realize that those talents are there. And so when we think about intentionally caring for ourselves as a daughter of the king, the first step there is that we need to know ourselves, have that self-assessment going on. And the things that are true about yourself today, some of those will still be true five years from now, but some of them won't. You will address some of your weaknesses and struggles and you'll grow. And you might find that something you're really strong in today, some stuff has changed and it's, it's maybe an area that you want to grow in five years from now. So this is an ongoing process, knowing ourselves, self-assessment The second piece I would hit on for what it means to love yourself well, intentionally caring for yourself, is that we need to monitor our needs. Not just knowing, okay, I am really good at XYZ, but I'm kind of struggling in these other areas, and so I need to work on that. That's great. But if you're not monitoring 
your day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month needs, you're going to miss really important opportunity to love yourself well. We need that information so that we can give ourselves what we need. So some examples of what that might look like to monitor your needs is to be aware of your energy level. There are going to be times of the day when you've got a lot of energy and that might be the time to sit down and do some work for your business and really try to think and focus. But there are going to be other times of the day when you're really tired and you just need a nap. And if you can't get a nap, you know, maybe you do need some time to just sit and recharge. You might need to ask for help to make that happen. There's obviously things that might get in the way of meeting our needs all the time. But if we're not even aware of what they are, it's going to be next to impossible to successfully meet those needs. So monitoring your energy level, monitoring your emotional energy. Um, I don't know about you, but for myself, there are certain times of the month when my emotions are just not as well controlled as they normally are, as I would like them to be. And it can be really easy to get so caught up in the schedule and and what's going on for the kids and everything going on that I'll wake up one day and suddenly it's like, man, I am just in a bad mood and the stupid little things of life are really getting on my nerves. And hopefully I have that aha moment to say, oh, wait a minute. I know what might be going on. I know some things that can help me with that. If I eat chocolate, you know what? It helps. If I take a calcium supplement, you know what? It helps. And that's just what works for me. But if I'm not monitoring that, if I'm not noticing, hey, today I'm here and normally I'm not in that place, then I miss that opportunity to actually take care of myself, give myself, my body, my emotions, what it needs. So monitor your energy, monitor your emotions, monitor your thoughts. If your thoughts are heading in a direction that is unhelpful or even unholy, that's not going to lead you to a good place. And that for me, that is one of the places it's easiest to get stuck is I'll kind of realize, wait a minute, the last few minutes I have just been letting my mind wander down this trail thinking about all the things that might go wrong with this upcoming event or all the things I'm worried about for my kids. And that has not led me to a place of peace and joy. That has led me to a place of anxiety, or that has led me to a place of stress. And so monitoring your thought life, where are your thoughts taking you? And so some of this obviously is kind of big picture throughout the month, noticing trends, noticing patterns for yourself, but also throughout the day, throughout the week. There probably are times of the day when you have a lot of energy and times when you don't. There probably are times during the week when you're really excited. You know, maybe Mondays are like your go day, like, oh, I've got a plan. We know what's coming. I'm excited about this. And then by Thursday, you're just feeling like, oh my gosh, can we make it to Friday night? Um, I don't know what that looks like for you. But if you don't know what that looks like for you, it's going to be really difficult to love yourself well. So what does it mean to love ourselves well? There is a third piece that is is really key to understanding this because I defined it at the beginning as intentionally caring for myself as a daughter of the king. And so that requires action. That requires intentionality. And I hope that you have seen this in your life, that you might have the best possible intentions of working out. And yet, if you don't plan it into your schedule, somehow it never quite happens, or at least it does not happen 
with the regularity that you would like. That is certainly a problem in my life is the working out. But this, of course, can happen in so many other areas. We may have the best possible intentions of eating healthy and getting more veggies into our diet. And yet, if we never buy vegetables, if they're never on that grocery list when I head to the store, it's pretty unlikely that I'm going to take care of my body in that way. And that plays out with our emotions, that plays out with our energy, that plays out with our thought life, that sometimes we need to be very intentional to do things or to focus our thoughts in a certain direction so that we are meeting those needs. So with these things in mind about what it means to love yourself well, if the goal here is, okay, what it means, the definition, intentionally caring for yourself as a daughter of the king, that requires that you know yourself that you monitor your needs, and that you act intentionally to then meet those needs. Let me give a quick word about what loving yourself does not mean. It does not mean that you are selfish. It does not mean that you build yourself up at the expense of other people. It does not mean that you are vain and prideful about the things you know about yourself. You might be awesome at singing. You might be awesome at home organization. You might be awesome at planning out your schedule and always having free space in there to fit in the little crazy things that pop up randomly. And that's great. Those are strengths. You want to press into those. You want to thank God for those, but you do not want to set your identity on those. And so it does not mean loving ourselves well does not mean acting selfishly, having pride in the things we are good at, or building ourselves up at others' expense. So let's move um, forward. Let's turn the corner to answer the question about why. Why is it meaningful to love yourself well? Why does it matter in the busyness of life that you take time to know yourself, monitor your needs, and act intentionally to meet those needs? First and foremost, why it matters is because you matter. Because you are created in the image of God and you therefore have incredible value, incredible worthiness. You are his treasured possession. So it matters if you take care of yourself. And within that is the reality that if you follow Christ, if you are a part of God's family, you have been redeemed by his sacrifice. He did not send his son to the cross so that you could wear yourself out and get completely exhausted and burnt out caring for other people. He sent his son to the cross so that you could have peace and joy and abundance. You are loved. And so if you are not loving yourself, in a way then we're, all, we're almost like pushing God away to say, well, thank you, God. I really appreciate that I'm going to get to spend eternity in heaven. And I look forward to sleeping at that point. No, he wants you to rest today. He wants you to care for yourself today. He loved you enough to sacrifice everything for you. And he wants you to love yourself well enough to take care of yourself. And the third piece there that I would highlight, which is a little separate from um, some of those biblical truths about why it's meaningful and important to love ourselves well, is that it's necessary. If I am not taking care of myself, if my emotional needs are never getting met and I'm never taking a break and I'm never engaging in my hobbies and some of the things that I enjoy, 
I am going to burn out of taking care of my family and my work. And I'm not going to have any energy or time left to care for other people. And you know, women, we are strong and we are good at multitasking and we can do a lot on our own energy, our own steam, but it's not going to last. And the longer that we put off caring for ourselves, the more that we are actually hurting the people around us because we run out of energy to care for them, but also because they care about you. They don't want you to be exhausted all the time. They don't want you to be angry and frustrated and stressed out because you haven't sat down all day. And I realize, sister, that we are busy and that we're in different seasons of life. The ways that I love myself today as a stay-at-home mom with triplets who aren't even two years old, I mean, they need a lot of my time. They need a lot of my energy. I don't always handle that well. There are, there are moments of impatience. There are moments of frustration. There are moments where, you know, you take a little extra time in the bathroom just because you actually got to shut the door and nobody else is in there. Like those are just real life moments from this season. But that doesn't mean that I'm off the hook to take care of myself. That doesn't mean that I'm going to feel as good on the days when I don't get a shower and I forget to brush my teeth as I'm going to feel on the days when I took that time. And yes, this might be a season of life where those are some of the ways that I care for myself and love myself that I didn't think about when I was in my 20s and I was single and I was working full time and like, well, duh, of course I took a shower today. Of course I brushed my teeth. That didn't feel like something I did to take care of myself. And you know what? Today, today I am in a season where that is an intentional act of caring for myself. That's just real life. So take time to think about what season are you in today? What are the things that are necessary for you to love yourself well today? So we've talked about what it means to love yourself well. It means intentionally caring for yourself as a daughter of the king. And we've talked about why that's important, why it is worth taking time to love yourself and care for yourself. That's important because you are important, because you matter. You were created in the image of God. You are redeemed by God himself. You are loved. You are treasured. And if you ignore your own needs, if you ignore your own talents, if you don't take care of yourself, then God is grieved. Your people around you, your family are grieved. And you're going to run out of energy and steam and emotion to love them well. So with all of that in mind, I hope that you'll take a few minutes to think about this for yourself. What are your strengths and your struggles? What are your needs today? What are ways that you can intentionally act or intentionally focus your thoughts to move them into a more loving, caring direction? And in our next episode, we will talk about some strategies that I have found particularly helpful as I've worked with women struggling through these issues, as I've grown myself and gone through different seasons of life. But I know that you will find it more meaningful to have already thought about this question than just waiting until the next episode and letting me think about it for you, because you are your own individual person. And I don't know your strengths. I don't know your struggles. I don't know what you need today to love yourself well, but God does. So take a few minutes and talk about that with him. 
All right, friend, before we sign off today, let me close with two things. Number one, if you have not subscribed yet to this podcast, I hope that you will, because I would love for you to get to be a part of this community and these ongoing conversations. If you have found our conversations helpful so far, I hope that you'll leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, It's not only encouraging to me, it will really help to get the word out to other women who need some help, some encouragement with loving themselves and their people well. But I also want to offer you a free resource um, that we just launched from Love Your People Well, which is 51 self-care ideas. Um, I'm not going to say they're all free, but they're definitely all inexpensive. They're definitely all things that have either worked in my life to help me care for myself or in the lives of women who I have worked with. So check out the link in the show notes and download your free copy today of the 51 self-care ideas that can kind of get you started moving forward in caring for yourself, loving yourself well. All right, friend, with all of that in mind, know that I'm praying for you, know that you are loved, and I will talk to you soon for episode six, looking at how we can love ourselves well. Hugs and blessings to you, friend. I'll talk to you soon.